Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, and welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meets. We're live in Seattle, and we're going to continue our talk today, Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesday, right before Thanksgiving, by the way. Are you all ready for Thanksgiving, Eric? Do you have any fun plans? Yeah, I'm going to go see my dad and uh, stepmom and hang out with them and stuff myself full of turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so we're, is that going to be around here? or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they fun. live in the Tacoma area, as I do, so... But I, I rarely get to see them, so it's a good chance to go and visit. And, and stuff yourself. And stuff myself. Excellent. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. I know Alyssa and I were talking about Thanksgiving on the way here. and Just go stuff myself. Just you go know? stuff yourself. Exactly. And her favorite part of the meal is stuffing. And so she picked up the turkey for her dad to you know cook. And there was only going to be three of them, so she didn't get a, a big one. And he goes, uh-huh. okay, there's not going to be that much stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess he's he uh, compromised. He's going to make some stuffing in the pot, too, as well. But, yeah, right. stuffing. Is that, like, your favorite part of the meal, too? Not really. No? Yeah. What's yours? <laughs> I like the turkey the best, mm. uh, but uh, also my world-famous garlic mashed potatoes, of oh, course. Oh, i got to say. Uh, go down pretty smoothly. So. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really good. I like the pumpkin pie. I mean, I really like the whole thing, but I think my favorite is the day after Thanksgiving or the day before mm. a pie to myself in my room <laughs> with a fork. <laughs> so we did pick up two gluten-free pumpkin pies so I can nice. just have at it at some point. Yeah. Well, you got to love the leftovers. Oh, you know, totally. There's like a, at least a week goes by at my house where I, I don't go, gee, what should I have today? I know what I'm having today. <laughs> more turkey. Turkey sandwich, that's and right. And some more garlic turkey mashed wrap. potatoes. Garlic yeah. mashed potatoes, that's right. I love it, I love it. Well, of course, we hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday. Wherever you are in the world, whatever your holiday festivities might be, um, about this time of year, we wish everyone safe travels and good times with your family or whomever you've decided is your family. This year, I've invited my entire family. So I, I used to do that all the time when I was married invite the clan and I have four siblings and you know we all have kids and partners and so it gets a little crowded you know so um, I haven't done it in a while and I this is the year I'm going to do it so I've got 18 family members showing up at my house on Thursday all right. should be really fun um, I'm looking forward to it. my mom said it's been a long time since all of her children have been in the same room at the same time so I'm sure she'll enjoy herself yeah. T- today we're going to continue the conversation on expectations Okay. Yeah. I, I um, talked a lot about this with my mentoring um, students this weekend, and they mm-hmm. came up with some really interesting ways to look at it and some really cool questions that I hadn't really thought about. And and many of them realized that when you have shoulds in your life, of course, that's an expectation. I should be this type of person. I should right. get this accomplished. And that when you're highly focused, that's kind of a an area of expectation, you know, because there's this over-focused attention on something perhaps that hasn't gotten done yet or needs to get done, you know, and that there's a difference between goals and intention. You know, that intention is really about holding a space of the final outcome of what you wanted. It's already happened, so you don't have to intend upon it. It's, you know, you don't have to focus on it. You don't have any shoulds because it's already occurred, and you're just allowing your energy system to feel the end result of how happy you are and how grateful you are without all the shoulds. 
And then goals kind of come about when you have a healthy intention. You know, we were talking about my little, um, you know, disconnection from the present moment, staring at my bikini, you know, my tankini, right? <laughs> <laughs> and wanting my stomach to be flat when right. I, I don't do a sit-up to save my life, you know, and I'm not the type to get liposuction or tummy tuck. So it's really like a w- worthless, you know, uh, expectation because it's just going to drive me crazy. But when you... When you have an expectation and you kind of step back from it, then you can have a better idea of what your intention is. And I think for all of us, you know, it's not necessarily flat stomach or, you know, cheek muscles that are up higher or chest that are up higher or whatever it is that someone's wanting for their body. But it's really to feel healthy, you know, to move your body in a healthy way and to feel good about your body. And then you can create goals that, you know, are more for your higher good, not something that you're not even going to put an ounce of you know, dedication towards. So we're going to continue the conversation on expectations and help people, you know, stay away from those because I think they create a lot of misery. And why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right. Let's go all the way over to Spain where I don't think they have Thanksgiving, but uh, hopefully Ah. they're having a good time anyway. It's Sabina on the line from Ibiza. Hi, Sabina. How are you? Hello, Melissa. Oh, great! Great to talk to you again. How are you? I'm lovely. Thanks. So, is there Thanksgiving in Spain? Uh, actually, no, we don't no. have it here. No. <laughs> Eric was right. So, and, uh, my husband's birthday is this week. Oh, yes, Terry's birthday on Friday. Oh, and so I just calling in. I wanted to know if maybe these guys have something, some message for him. On maybe, I don't know, maybe connected to our financial situation or mm-hmm. whatever else they want him to know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They think is most important for him now. Sure. Well, you know what? Uh, on Thursday, all of us will be cleaning glasses and celebrating with our families. So your husband can imagine that we're all toasting his birthday. All right. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, that'll be really good for him. So, so you are actually hitting on a, a very important point here because you were talking about the finances. And I know that's something you've been concerned about in previous calls. Yes. And so to have your finances in a certain way is also an expectation. Right? Yes. Right. And when we have expectations, we tend to overthink about them, overprocess. We also, most of the time when we have an expectation, we tend to get disappointed because we have an idea that something's supposed to be a particular way. And when we have an expectation, it literally forms an energetic formation in your auric field that blocks natural insight. You know, it blocks your guide's communication to you because human Mm -hmm. beings... You know, we get fixated on what I think are limited potential results or ideas that could solve a problem. And many of that, many of those come from, you know, high expectations. And so when we erase the expectation, then we can actually hear our guidance. We can sense what is in our best interest. We can actually make different choices that originally never even came into our awareness. Mm -hmm. And, And so I think that's really important is that you and your husband stop having an expectation that you're going to earn a certain amount of money so that you don't lose certain things in your life. And I'm, and I'm not saying that the expectation, you know, getting rid of the expectation is going to make you lose all those things. That's why people are terrified to break away from an expectation. They think it's a form of giving up. In a way, it's, it's a form of surrendering, especially if the expectation isn't working. If it's not happening, then putting energy towards it is worthless. You know, it, it doesn't really... It's not feeding your soul. It's not helping you feel better. It's creating more anxiety and worry and disappointment, which creates more anxiety and worry and disappointment. So if you can instead have an intention that life, your life will be full of lovely, happy surprises. 
and that you both will be well and at peace and content with your life, then I think the universe can come in and create whatever wonderful opportunities that you truly want. Sometimes the wanting that we have to isn't alignment with our higher self. And so when we get rid of the expectation, then the universe can bring in what is truly in our higher self best interest. Do you see what I mean? Hello? Are you still there? I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. So does that make sense what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes, it does. Excellent. And, and I think letting go of expectations are hard, and most people finally release them when they're in so much agony or pain about it. You know, it's like it's so torturous in a way to think about this expectation that's not happening, and we're so frustrated, and we're so disappointed, and we're miserable, that we mm-hmm. finally, you know, throw it away, or we push it away. And we yeah. start to feel better, actually, when we do that. But we don't have right. to wait until we're miserable. We, we absolutely don't have to wait until we're miserable. Um, your gu- you're, you're right. Your husband's guides do have lovely messages for, for him. Uh, they really want, if he could just sense his worth and value, even if he had nothing, you know, even if he didn't have a crumb of bread or, you know, huge amounts of money in his bank account, if he could just sense his self-worth without yeah. any material identification that tells him that he's worthy, that that right. would be wonderful for him. Right, right. For everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. So do you think you'll be able to let go of some expectations? Well, I'm working on it, yes. <laughs> good, good. I'm working on it, yeah. You know, and one of the things that the um, this weekend's classes reminded me is when when you can look at the areas of your life that you have no expectation in, it's amazing, or very little, it's amazing how effortlessly they flow how there's very little worry, you know, and it could be some people don't have expectations about their health and they're always in incredible health. Or some people don't have expectations about their partnership and their partnership flows. And and so I think that's evidence that if we erase our expectations, if we can back away from them and just surrender and be present with the way our life is, then the universe again can come in and make things really stunningly beautiful in magical, surprising ways. Oh, good. So yeah. I will let him know all of that and remind him on his worth and value. That would be lovely. Thank you and happy birthday to your Thank husband. You so much. For your yeah. Oh, sure. Have a beautiful day in Spain. Bye bye. Let's talk to Nina now in Riverside, California. Hi, Nina. How are you? I'm fine. Oh, thanks for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? Nothing. You know, I'm a very happy person, very mm-hmm. positive. I love pets and all. But yes, I've been listening to you. You're right that we are expecting some things to happen on our financial side. Ah. We got a lot of money, oh. you know. I'm uh, sorry, by the way. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it, this is a very interesting subject, I think, in terms of resources and expectations, because it pushes all of our buttons, our freedom, you know, our lifestyle. And we worry that th- these things are going to have to change if we don't have a certain amount of resources in our bank account or, you know, somehow available to us. But I always, I think that the universe is incredibly intelligent. And of course, that's true, but the intelligence is so much bigger that any of us could possibly imagine um, because in that intelligence, maybe there's something within our being that we need to actualize or connect to. And when we, 
when something is missing for a period of time, if we can let go of it, then we discover more wonderful and fascinating things about ourselves. Is that something that you've noticed in the past for you? You know, I have been, you are so very right. When I listen to you, when you don't expect, I never expected dogs in my life. And now they're such a wonderful part of my life. Oh. I never expected to be, I'm from India here in you oh. and I'm married to a guy and I live here. Everything's happening without my even thinking about it. And now when I think what I'm going to do, my <laughs> husband is a good business and I worked with him. Now there's no business and I don't know what to do. And right. I'm... I just thought maybe uh, some guidance. You know, I love pets, and I don't know whether I should go and go and work with pets, or I did my accounting and tax. You know, I worked with the company for some time, and I started the business this year. It didn't work out, and I'm not really disappointed it didn't work out because I always feel there's something else for right. me. Right, you know? I agree. I, I agree. But everyday bills and everything has been sure. so upset, and I really that 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 energy affects. To all of us, you know. Right, right. So I really don't know. I'm just wondering, do you see anything store for us? Or I don't know. Oh. I don't know what to ask you. I yeah. just called up. You know? <laughs> no, and I appreciate that you did. I, I truly do. So there's several things you can do. And, and it's difficult, you're right, when the bills are coming in the house or you check your bank account and there's a certain balance in it. You know, there's are like constant reminders that we're not meeting our expectations, you know, that things are moving in a negative direction. So One of the things I've learned recently is just detaching from those attachments, because they're attachments. They really mean nothing when you and I leave our bodies. We're not going to be looking at how much money we made or how much we had stored away in our 401k. We're not going to be looking at any of that. It's not going to be a part of our reality. And we're not going to even care really much about it or where all that money goes. If we leave something behind, we're just, we're we're not going to even think about it. So if you could just move back into the present moment, not into the piece of paper or whatever you see on your computer screen when you look at accounts, but just move into the present moment. Like right now I'm sitting in a chair in a radio station in Bellevue, Washington. I have my tweed coat on my lap. I've got my laptop open. I've got little headphones on my head. This is my moment. This is my present moment. To deal with the person who does not, my husband doesn't understand any of these things. Ah. He doesn't believe in these things. I understand. <laughs> I love universe. I love my life. I love my pets. I live in the most of the time in present. I mean, it's beautiful for me. But what do you do when you're living with somebody who doesn't believe in these things and who doesn't want to hear these things? You know. Yeah, uh, that makes it more challenging, doesn't it? Well, and, he, <laughs> and maybe he has to reach that point where he's in so much discomfort that he finally goes, "Okay, honey, what was that you were talking about the present moment?" No, no, you don't no, think no, so? No, no, no. I well, know him. Well, I what, don't know what to do. Well, I, I no, I, I believe do. you. You know him. So, so here's another thing that you can do that can affect your your reality, which he's a part of that reality, is focus on the final outcome. And I'm, I would imagine that what you would love is a final outcome regarding your finances is that the two of you are financially comfortable. Yeah. Right? That's it. And pay up the debts and just be... Well, and you, you don't freedom. have to... You know, right. Money gives you freedom, yes. So uh, just feeling that feeling of freedom for a couple of moments every single day as if it's already happened. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to think about okay. what you paid off. You don't have to think about who got a job. None of those things. You just want to feel the final outcome and then the universe can come in and actually start to play chess with your life 
and move it in directions that you weren't expecting, just like how you came to the U.S. and how dogs are a part of your life. You know, you weren't planning any of that, but you let the universe move the yeah, chess pieces. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm so grateful for all the walls that I have in my life. I'm, I'm very blessed. Right. So that's what I would recommend. And I, I guess you could make a rule with your husband that unless he's being positive, you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Any messages? Do you have any? Any? any I actually, I feel like that. Um, like, I know this seems like a long time from now, but it feels like spring of next year, things are going to look very different for, wow. for both of you. And and that you know, spring of next year doesn't mean like oh, it's it's going to take that long for it to change. It could be there are lots of little changes in that direction, and by spring, and it looks like May. Um, you know, so kind of late spring that you guys go, wow, we got through that and we're just fine. Oh, so yeah. I'll call you up. So much yeah, changes, I would love to hear change. about no, it. Sure. I would love to hear about it. And thank you so much for calling in. And Thanks for taking my call. I'm, I'm blessed. Thank oh, you. Well, you're lovely. Thank you so much, Nina. Thank Have you. a beautiful Bye. day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. If you want to call into the show today, we are live here on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. We'd love to hear from you at 425-373-5527 or toll-free 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And we're going to take a little break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're going to leave you with some fun music. That's what we're doing lately. We'll be back in just a few moments. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Manson Mitchell, Saturday mornings at 10. Good gab, great guest. It's all about the art of dynamic living, shared by celebrated people from all walks of life, many with a claim to fame. Then at 11, The Gary Mance Show, two hours of mastery and mystery from transformational teachers that show you how to get to where you want to go in life to lively discussions of the world's most perplexing paranormal phenomena. That's Manson Mitchell, Saturday mornings at 10, followed by The Gary Mance Show at 11 Pacific on Alternative Talk, 1150. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction, with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health and hormones the dvd series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671 
Stay informed with news, traffic, and weather at the top of the hour, weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We're live here at Spook Camp for the Soul Tuesday. On Thursday, we'll, we will have a pre-recorded show because I'll be cooking turkey and just like everybody else around the country. And um, But you will be able to listen to a recording of the interview I had with my daughters, which was really fun. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I was hoping family we could come in. Family-themed show for family family themed day. show. Exactly. Beautiful. So we're hoping to come back in and do another show in December when everyone's in town, but it just didn't kind of work out for Thanksgiving. So we'll play the one that we've done before. And as you heard in one of our commercials, Christopher Renstrom, one of my favorite astrologers, he's going to be teaching a class here in Seattle. So that means he's going to leave Utah, come over here to Seattle, teach a two-day workshop I will be attending um, about beginning astrology. I'm very excited. You can go to the website. You can read all about it and decide if that's something you want to participate in in February. And in fact, my entire year um, schedule so far anyway, at least my classes and some book signings and workshops are all available on the website. So um, feel free to check it out and see if there's something you want to go learn more about. So um, who are we talking to now, Eric? Well, let's learn more about Linda calling from Seattle. Hi, Linda. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? Well, on the subject of expectation, and for me, it's career expectation. And I guess the job that I'm kind of moving out of when I learned that I was going to get that job, I felt like it was a lottery win. And I on some level. Nice. So I really had a lot of expectation. I thought that was going to be a perfect match. Oh. It turned out not to be the case. And <laughs> um, and actually, I'm going to be transitioning sort of out of that exact position, but just kind of looking ahead, feeling like I need a, a big shakeup. Yeah, I, I would agree, you know, because if you if the job that you thought was going to be a lottery win is that disappointing, then you're not in your life path or your life purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And and have you, um, do you have any clues about what that might be? Uh, I've been encouraged to kind of really think out of the box. And luckily I'm going to have time to listen in and to have, you know, just some creative time to really think out of the box. And I don't know, I've been traveling internationally over the past few years. I teach English as a second language. Oh, nice. Nice. So, Part of me just feels like I need to maybe contact my my friends internationally and and see about possibly creating a situation where people could come come to me and um, do kind of a short term English language program or just very scary kind of big possibilities, but just something that in the back of my mind is kind of saying just go for it, just try it. Just and why does it seem scary? Seems like a great idea, actually. <laughs> Thank you. I guess it's just. It's such an unknown territory and, yeah, fear of the unknown. Right, right. And fear is not, you know, an indicator to run the other direction. Mm-hmm. Fear is an indicator to walk towards it. Ah. So when things seem scary, it's something that, you know, we need, especially when it's benign, like what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Then it means that it's it's something that could have a lot of wealth of information for you just thinking about it, just wondering if that would be a great idea, investigating it. Mm-hmm. I, I also wonder, although I think it's a, a great segue where you could create nice income and not travel as much and really bond relationships with students. I, I think it, 
that's what it feels like to me really, really fun. But yeah. I also don't think that's your life purpose either. Uh, I don't. Mm-mm, I don't. Okay. Um, and so what are some of the things that, you, you know, what's something that you love to do or be a part of or experience that just gives you great feelings of bliss? Is there anything in your life like that? Uh, I mean, something healing and yoga and just being present with my body, that's something that's that's so important and so vital to me. But like when I get wrapped up in the teaching, it takes the total back burner and then I feel just so out of balance. But it, I definitely have a circle of friends and I meet people all the time who are involved in that. So it just seems like I'm attracting it to me somehow. And there's part of me that feels like I need to explore that, that possibility a little more. Yeah, no, I I agree. Because I think those happy, especially when you notice a difference when it comes to teaching, but on your own, it's really fulfilling. So it's, you've definitely, you know, looked at the experience in different ways. And you can, you can definitely go, no, this feels great. I wonder if you did some movement with people with just one on one, and included, you know, spirituality at the same time, because that's really what yoga and movement is about. Although in all and most of the yoga classes I've taken, I haven't felt very spiritual when I, I'm, a, I'm in it. I mm-hmm. feel like I need to stretch and I need to get that line correct and that bend. And, you know, I don't even hear much about spirituality except for maybe drop into your heart chakra. So, it, you know, defining something new about how maybe even if you're teaching that, that might be more exciting. Because mm-hmm. I think there's a big interesting component to healing that isn't really captured yet, not truly captured, which is about learning how to be present in your body mm-hmm. and to feel it and to also learn philosophies about spirituality while you're doing that, which is what yoga is supposed to do. But that certainly isn't my normal experience. I think people can have those individual experiences, but not necessarily with a teacher. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that, you know, really kind of either working on one-on-one with people or looking at what would be coming out of your mouth. Cause maybe just telling people to change a position is not thrilling for you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, but just having more explanation. It, actually what I'm seeing now, it's really about you utilizing more of your intuition. Mm, intuition. Yeah. Yeah. While you're in that process, you know, downloading, expressing more intuitively while you're in that process. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's wonderful insight. The fact that you mentioned, that teaching doesn't sound like a life path. It's something that's uh, also been intuitively in the back of my mind, like, okay, I got this this degree to do this, but it just feels like it's not enough. Like there's something more in me that's saying, come on, there's something, there's more to you than just, than just this. So yeah, yeah, and I didn't mean to say that teaching's not, you know, necessarily part of your life path. It's just that you notice the difference that when you're teaching the movement classes, Versus doing them alone, you can definitely feel the bliss about it. And maybe because while you're doing it alone, you're having that internal dialogue of spirituality. You're having an experience. You know, so if you are going to even do one-on-one with individuals or teach it, how can you help them to have that experience? Because it's not just through humans, especially most humans, you know, we don't always have that connection. Even if we're moving our body, something else needs to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think one-on-one, like even your idea of having a foreign exchange person come and spend time with you one-on-one, I think that sounds really delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, very nice. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome, and best of luck to you on all of that, and, and uh, good luck changing your career so that you can be happier with it. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> You're you welcome. and your radio show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Have a happy holiday. Thank you. Same to you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
I want to remind people that we have phone lines open. So if you want to call in today, please do. Our numbers are 425-373-5527 for the Seattle area. Again, that number is 425-373-5527 or toll-free 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And now let's go to Woodenville and talk to Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm doing okay. Okay. Um, yeah, heart's hurting a little, I guess. It's been a rough couple of days. But, oh, I'm um, so sorry. I really am. <laughs> it's okay. Do you think I, that? Do you think that you're one of those people who has a lot of expectations? I, I well, I was really relating to what you just said because um, um, my daughter and son-in-law and granddaughter living with us for over a year. I um, was expecting. A little bit of pitching in since, you know, <laughs> rent-free and, yeah. and food-free and babysitting-free. And, and and so that was sort of an expectation that that they would want to do that. And, and it caused so much friction between my daughter and I. I finally, I mean, after her basically just yelling at me about, you know, when I asked her to, to do a few things, I decided this expectation is getting me nowhere. It's just hurting me more. So... I'm just thinking, okay, I'm just going to do it myself and be grateful if, if they pitch in. And maybe letting go of that expectation, they'll pitch in more. But, it, you know, there's, there's a little part of me still that says, you know, it's not quite fair. But <laughs> Well, I'm just wondering if we need to make some goals here. You know, so, yes, get rid of the expectation that they're going to do it on their own. And I'm mm-hmm. and I'm so sorry that even when you yell and scream at them, it's not helping. I'm no, very sorry I about that. Oh, my daughter is yelling oh. at me because I asked her. To yeah, and, and that felt that was where my heart started hurting. Right, it was, just felt like a little bit of verbal abuse. And yeah, my whole reason of doing this is to be out of love and wanting to see them be able to get their own place and you know save up the money to you know have their own home and happy little family and and instead it's sort of tearing me apart. Um, Well, maybe a goal instead of an expectation is that they start to um, maybe financially pay for something, you know, because they're not really appreciating what's happening. Maybe they're going to appreciate it more if they have to pay for the utility bill or they uh have to pitch in a few hundred dollars for groceries every month. Uh Um, Because I think sometimes for, and notice that's a goal, you know, how can we work cohesively together since you're not going to kick them out, by the way. Which, you know, it's something I want you to kind of look at in terms of making a deadline for you at some point um, Uh in terms of how long do you want this to happen? You know, it's it's like, and so goals, I think, are important for you because to have a family work cohesively, it means that people have to give to the family situation, right? Right. Right. And and you're asking them not to give anything. And then, you know, for whatever reason, your daughter feels that the communication is that she doesn't have to do a thing, which mm-hmm. is not how you meant it to be. But perhaps it was similar when she, when she was younger. Maybe she didn't have to do a lot in the house. Well, it, you know, we tried all the this responsible uh, natural consequences, logical consequences. All right. Her. Usually she would take the, um, my kids are so opposite. She would take the approach of, let's not, I'll, I'll just take that consequence. I'm not going to do it. You know, she's just stubborn to the end. And so she lost out, you know, on a lot of different well, things. Well, good. I, I think that's, I, I, I think consequences are important when uh-huh. we're working in families. We're having a whole organization of people coming together 
to create a beautiful day or a beautiful year or a great holiday or whatever. Everyone has to pitch in and work together. So I think that since they're not going to, it looks like, help out in the way you would like them to, that then there needs to be some monetary helping Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So maybe you need to just, and notice how it doesn't make you happy when I mention that. Yeah. Well, it's just, um, my husband and I have actually talked about it and, and I, I think it would help. I think we should have done it from the very beginning. And our thought was to take the money, you know, whatever for rent every month and, and stash it and give it to them in a dump to help them save. But, but, um, but he thinks at this point, if we did something like that, it would, they would see it as like a slap in the face or, you know, you're, you're, I, I don't know from well, that, how that, that we're, we're saying you can't save yourself or whatever. I don't know. Well, well, maybe you'll save the money for an extra vacation after they move out so that you two can <laughs> chill and relax. Right. Yeah, so how about yeah. we get rid of the, cause I think the expectation is that your daughter and her family are more respectful to your uh-huh. generosity. So why uh-huh. don't we get rid of that expectation and instead why don't we have the intention that you and your husband are going to be more respectful to your your generosity, to yourselves? Mm, you know, well, mm-hmm. because with with your generosity, there's they're not respecting you very well. I think mm-hmm. that when we respect ourselves, then other people respect us too. And mm-hmm. and setting some boundaries is a form of you saying, "Hey, you know, this is our family. I want we want everyone to give." to whatever level they can, here's an opportunity for you to give back to this generous situation that we've given to you. So there's a form of respect, I mm-hmm. think, when the two of self-respect, when the two of you set some boundaries. Okay. So get rid of perhaps the expectation that she's going to wake up one day and, and, you know, thank you, you know, for your kindness. Mm-hmm. And instead, you're going to be more concerned with how you feel about yourself and the choices that the two of you make about how to create happiness and contentment and peace for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Do you know what okay. I, does that make sense, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, it, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm trying to find, I mean, I've been, when I can't sleep most nights, I um, I turn on meditations and I've been, you know, sort of listening to loving kindness. Uh, working with that and and um, um, it, it's really strange. I, I'm <laughs> last night. I as I was doing this, it was like I saw like a shaman type person, mm. and it was like he had like a packet or something in mm. his hand, handing it to me, and I was trying to accept it, but it, I like I wasn't able to in a way, mm. um, or I didn't feel it absorbing mm. into my body. And I asked, "What is this?" and and <laughs> And I didn't get any answer, and I'm wondering how I can maybe, you know, keep working with that. That I feel like maybe that's something helpful, but I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not sure what. <laughs> well, it sounds like you don't have a problem giving love and kindness to others, but perhaps mm-hmm. you have a little bit of a challenge receiving it. Mm-hmm. You know, because so, um, and it's hard for people to give to us beyond what we would give to ourselves. So, right. you know, I think the love and kindness that you're meditating on and what this spirit guide was um, showing you is that you need to give it to yourself because you you want to be more compassionate. You want to be more generous to your daughter. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't see how you could be more generous. <laughs> I mean, I think uh-huh. that, I mean, you have provided a home for free for her family. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, that's, thank you so much for doing that. And I think the generosity now needs to be shown towards yourself and your husband because 
you know, in your generous spirit of giving to them so that they can move forward in their life financially, you and your husband are having challenges. And I don't mean in your relationship, but you have to talk about this all the time. And now it's a problem. You know, being so kind to them has created stress and anxiety in your own life. It has. It has. So that's not necessarily compassion and kindness to your to your own being. Right. You know, so maybe meditate on that. Okay. Okay. What yeah, were you going to say? And that's what I have. That's part of uh, that is, you yeah. know, just giving that loving kindness to myself. And yes. To, you know, to really absorb it. But um, there's something that has popped up in my head for years. I mean, ever since I was born, I think I've been really um, connected. Like water is a spiritual thing for me. Yeah. Um, swimming, yeah. being immersed in, mm-hmm. you know, warm water, snorkeling, whatever. It just water, looking at it even as a, is a form of peace and I don't know. Sometimes I think I should be living, you know, on some little lake where I could get into it all the time or something. But, you know, that's one of those monetary expectations. <laughs> you know, the, the, well, the, luckily, you do live on a place that is surrounded by water, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> there is a lot of water sources for you. Right, and maybe right. you maybe part of this love and kindness to yourself is to realize you don't have to necessarily be living right next to it or standing right next to it, just allowing that energy. Because the whole thing about loving oneself is about receiving. So Mm -hmm. receiving the water energy, even if it's a few miles from your home, you Mm -hmm. know, just letting it into your body, whether you're standing next to it or not. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much and happy, happy holidays. And (laughs) I wish you you. um, a lovely, you know, peaceful resolution. And I just wanted to say, my kids, the kids are making us Thanksgiving dinner. Very good. Okay. I love that. (laughs) I love that. That's wonderful. Thanks for sharing. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Should we take a break? Well, I think we have a question. You want to read a question? I I've, I just totally forgot we hadn't taken our second break yet. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to read the? Do you want the question before the break? Sure. Why okay. not? Sure. Uh, I'll go with the shorter one. Okay. Because there's a long one. Huh? <laughs> there is a very long one. Okay. Yes. This one comes from Lisa. Dear Marie, I love listening to your show and I'm so thankful for your wisdom and insight. I'm writing about my ex-husband. Although we've been divorced for over a year, it was an amicable split. And we are friends. He's had chronic diarrhea for a few months now. Uh He's delayed seeing a doctor, and he is between jobs and healthcare coverage. He'll finally consult with a doctor for the first time in the end of November. But most food just passes through him. Mm -hmm. And that could happen anywhere from an hour to hours uh, from the time he consumes it. He's been on an elimination diet since the end of September, but it hasn't given him relief. All of his Bowel movements uh, result in diarrhea regardless of the food he ingests. I'm wondering if there are any energetic contributions to his diarrhea, or might you have any insight that could aid the doctor's diagnosis? Mm -hmm. He's gone through some rough years, having faced a lot of loss, job, wife, home extended family, and his mom passed a few months ago. Yeah, that's a lot. Trying hard not to worry too much about him, but his symptoms are hard to ignore. Any wisdoms you can any wisdom you can share would be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. I know he's worried as well. Many thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for reading that, Eric, and thank you, Lisa, for writing it in. I, I do think it's completely stress related. I, I really do. I think that he has had a lot of loss. The colon is all about not letting go of the past. And I just think he has a very difficult time absorbing nutrients. 
So a naturopath would be excellent for him, also a therapist. And what I do see intuitively is that, Lisa, you've become his therapist a little bit. And I think that's a little bit beyond the call of duty of the ex-spouse. So, you know, it would be better if he got a professional um, therapist, someone who can really help him deal with his issues. But to me, it looks stress-related. And I, I hope that that's true as well. I hope when he goes in for testing that they don't find anything you know, um, uncomfortable in his intestinal tract and therapy would be great for him. Um, so that's what I'm picking up on and uh, I wish your family a happy holidays. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manion Cherry Show. We're going to listen to some more fun music and we'll be right back. Are you new to the fields of energy medicine, Reiki, or subtle energy therapies? Are you looking for a mentor or for insight and guidance into your health or destiny, or for connecting with a loved one on the other side? Travis Taylor is described by other healers as a soul whisperer who nourishes the spirit and enlightens the being. As an empath, energy intuitive, and clairvoyant medium, he offers individual sessions, classes, workshops, and mentoring programs that will improve your health and well-being, expand your consciousness, and cultivate your soul. For more information about Travis and his upcoming events, please visit empathichealing.com. That's empathic healing.com. Be well. There's an exciting new astrology hour Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. No, you're not alone. And it's not just you. The things you're experiencing are actually being felt around the world. And there is something you can do about it. Tune in for It's Not Just You with Lorelai Spiegelman, Susan Wayman, and Siobhan Mitchell. Three professional women of wisdom who compare current events and how they offer you insight into your own personal world. Monday morning at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Adam Seward. Join me for an afternoon of presence. Awaken Life every Monday at 3 p.m. 
here on Alternative Talk 1150. For more info, go to www.embracingsilence.com. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Spread the word. Your favorite shows are on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to Bootcamp for Your Soul. It's Tuesday, just a few days before Thanksgiving in the U.S., and we just want to say happy, happy Thanksgiving to wherever you are in the world. And thank you again for listening to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We appreciate all of our listeners and our callers, and I am truly grateful this Thanksgiving to all that KKNW has brought into my life, and also to you, Eric. Thank you for all the work you do here. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. We're, of course, thankful to have you here. Ah, thank you. It's fun. It's really fun. I enjoy it very much. So you have another question to read. That's right. More email. This one comes from Mary, and I promise it's not about diarrhea. I (laughs) I don't mean to make light of the the question. Well, you know, as a nurse, diarrhea, throw up, blood, you know, it's all the same to me, and I think it's all lovely personally. Just something I don't necessarily like to think about this close to lunchtime, (laughs) but that that might be just me. I don't know. Yeah. What can I say? (laughs) By the way, we do have a couple phone lines open we could probably take another call or two uh before the end of the show so if folks want to call in today they can at 425-373-5527 or toll free 877-825-8828 that's 877-825-8828 and now mary writes dear marie You've been an enormous help to me in the past two years, so thank you. Mm. I write to you now because I'm feeling very angry. I'm 28, live in Brooklyn, and have had hereditary rheumatoid arthritis. 28 is very young Young, to have arthritis. Mm -hmm. I was diagnosed about seven years ago, and my mother has it terribly. I take Enbrel and methotrexate. Trexate. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) And I'm currently in (laughs) stable physical condition. Although I do have consistent chronic pain, mostly in my left wrist. Because I need a good health care package, I work a corporate job that is eating away at my soul. I'm an artist. I want to make my art. Every moment not spent on being creative and authentic feels like moments murdered. Wow. I'm starting to see my true self slipping away, and I'm worried that I will never be able to live the life I want to live because I can't afford my own health care. My health would be compromised if I didn't consistently and and, uh, working freelance has major ups and downs. I have no other financial support systems, so this would be terribly risky for my health. I feel very conflicted by these issues and am currently ready to change my career path. 
but I don't know what to do because I don't want to produce someone else's artistic vision anymore. I feel like I'm stuck in this box and I can't get out of it and I can't see how to undo this cycle. Your career inspires me so much because your work and your passion are synonymous. I would like to make my passion into something marketable also. Please share your opinions on my situation, Marie. My frustrations are manifesting into anger and I really need help changing. Although I know it sounds dramatic, I can't even answer when people ask me how I'm doing because I want to say that I feel like I'm dying. My spirit is dying. The way I'm living doesn't feel healthy and I want to thrive. Thank you for everything. Mary. Oh, Mary. Well, I'm very sorry for the diagnosis of rheumatoid arthritis, especially at a young age. In fact, um, when I heard your letter, um, it reminded me of a patient that I um, saw while I was at the hospital at Evergreen. And uh, she was young, uh, probably your age or maybe a couple years older. She had two small children and she had debilitating rheumatoid arthritis. And uh, I think she was actually coming in for some joint replacement, if I recall correctly. And it was just so interesting to see a woman so young, yet, you know, somewhat crippled in a way. And, and I know that your situation isn't quite that bad. Um, I, I think, again, there's this expectation that we have that we're going to be healthy. You know, just like we have an expectation that we're going to live a long life or we have an expectation that our children are going to outlive us. We have an expectation that we'll always have money. And I think that anytime there's an expectation, there's a lot of pressure on our own being to make these things come true. And I think if we can, if you can let go of the expectation that you're going to be healthy, and I know that sounds mean and terrible, just like if I were asking a parent to let go of the expectation that their children are going to outlive them, because none of us really know what's going to happen in our lives. And what happens again with that, with expectations, any of them, is they create a separation between ourselves and our divine guidance. They make it very difficult. It's probably the methotrexate, um, that drug that's actually causing a little bit more of the frustration and the anger and depression. You know, it's, it's a, it does repress the symptoms, um, but it also plays havoc on the immune system. And I know conventional medicine doesn't offer a lot in really healing autoimmune disorders. It's unfortunate, but that is the reality of um, conventional medicine at this time. So I think that if you can let go of your expectation that you're not going to be in pain, that, that, you know, that everything's going to be fine or whatever your expectation is that's making you so mad because it's not happening. I'm glad you're angry in a way because it makes it very clear about what you need to let go of. Um, then you might, and when I say that, I mean that with, yeah, I think it's going to happen. You may very well get glimpses about what could bring you lasting and total health. And it may have very little to do with conventional medicine. In fact, I'm going to be interviewing Lee Fortson. I think I'm saying her last name correctly. Um, when I return um, the following week, uh, so a week from Thursday, she is the author of Embrace, Release, Heal. She had an expectation that she would always be healthy. And in fact, she worked really hard to be healthy. And she had a, a serious health issue. Um, and ultimately, you know, through all kinds of experiments with conventional and non-conventional medicine, she was able to move to the root causes of her illness. Rheumatoid arthritis, the root, root cause from my personal experience, is when we don't let go of the past. It's a root chakra ex, um, disease process, just like the colon when I was talking about um, Lisa's ex-husband, who also brought, wrote into the show just recently. So it's about not letting go of the past. And when people are glued to the past or the future, they're inundated with expectations. 
So those are my ideas, and um, I hope that's helpful. And maybe when you move through the anger, then you can see into the clarity of how you can produce your own art and create the passion um, career that you want for yourself. So, Eric, um, why don't we go to the phone lines before the end of our show? Sure. Let's talk to Melissa in Redmond. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm doing well. Hi. Hi. What can I do for you? Well, I am feeling like I'm feeling I, I can't hear you too well. Can, oh, you can't. No, you can't hear me now. Now I could hear that part. So I just couldn't okay. for a moment. That's better. Uh, I'm feeling stuck. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to invest a lot of time to acquire a skill that I thought was leading me toward a different life path. Kind of not necessarily career wise right away, but I've done nothing to continue that mm. from coming back. So it was like an immersion experience that was wonderful. Mm. And then I came right back to my people mover of busy life and haven't really done a good job bringing that to my day to day life. And um, I'm overwhelmed with work and family and all the seasonal stuff. I'm just wondering if there's something I can do differently to kind of get unstuck and move forward. Yeah. It sounds like you need to carve out some time just for you. You know, that okay. you've got so much going on and you know, you're, you're one of those people that likes to have your hand in every pot. Yeah. You know, you like to watch everything boiling and add sauces and, you know, spices. And I'm talking about your family and your friends and your work basically. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can't do that and have time for yourself and have time to cultivate your own being. It's, it's yeah. practically impossible. So I think you have to like, get rid of some of these boiling pots that you have all around you, because that's the metaphor that I have, by the way, okay. and, and get rid of them and, and maybe feel disappointed or maybe feel like, wow, I'm, I feel even more uncomfortable because I'm not controlling something mm-hmm. so that you can create space to open up you, you know, because everything create, requires energy, including the opening and the unfolding of who you are requires energy. And if you are dissipating your energy in other people's lives and other circumstances, especially the ones that you don't even want to be a part of, which is a complete waste of energy, then there isn't any subatomic particles left over for your own exploration and discovery right. of who you are. Right. It's just too diluted. So that's yeah. what I think is going on. Okay. So if the energy sucker is your is job and income, yeah. is there a way to like dial that back or advice on giving less of energy and mind space to that part that... Yeah, you know, coming back into your body, being present, feeling formlessness. Also, you have a big group of guides and they seem to just adore and love you. Ask them for help. You might get like a shift in your job where something gets much, much easier that you could do it with your eyes closed, which you actually can already, but you get too emotionally involved in your work. So ask your guides to help you with lessening the amount of energy you have to express at work so that you can have more openings for your unfolding. Okay, Okay. I will. Thank you. Thank you. you. Happy holidays. And thank you, everyone, for listening, calling in. Happy holidays wherever you are. And listen to the girls and I on Thursday. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.